highlighting the topics that affect agriculture nationwide. It's the Agnet Weekly with Sabrina Halverson, brought to you by Agnet Media. And now, here's this week's featured conversation. Uh, my name is Brian Keel. I'm Director of Government and Public Affairs for Pinion, which is a national ag business advisory company. All right, Brian, we, you and I have spoken a few times over the phone, um, but today we are out at Commodity Classic being held in Houston, Texas, and you are out here talking with the growers as they're coming by. What are some of the key topics you're talking about? You know, there's really two big topics in terms of D.C. that are on the minds of growers. Um, number one is the farm bill. You know, where is it? Why don't we have a farm bill yet? When are we going to see one? I think right now our best bet is we're not going to see a farm bill till 2025. I mean, it's always possible we'll see one pop in the next couple months, but boy, the moons don't look like they're in alignment. The other topic is taxes. There is a tax bill that has passed the House of Representatives by a big bipartisan majority, uh, and it has some really good provisions for farmers. It takes bonus depreciation back up to 100%. It has uh, other tax provisions that a lot of farmers use. Uh, it's stalled in the Senate, and we're trying to get senators to pass the bill. Uh, we encourage people to talk to their senators and, and ask them to move that tax bill through the Senate. Let's go into that a little bit more in detail about the tax bill. Uh, tell me a little bit more about why this could be important for farmers. Well, it has a number of provisions. So in, the, in, in 2017, Congress passed the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which was a big uh, tax relief bill back then. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of those provisions are expiring, uh, and they're starting to phase out now, and then they'll really phase out in 25 and 26. So, for example, one of the issues we're spending a lot of time thinking about and talking to our clients about is estate planning. The 2017 bill doubled the estate exemption and the gift tax exemptions so that people can really give away a lot of money during their life and not have Uncle Sam grab a big chunk. Those provisions go back uh, to the original levels in 2025 and 2026. So those are things people need to get on top of and stay on top of. Uh, this tax bill doesn't address specifically the estate and, tax and gift tax issues, but it does address bonus depreciation, which if you are buying equipment is a really big deal. How quickly can you depreciate equipment? So we want to see this provision passed, and, and again, we need the Senate to act on it. Have you seen much movement in the Senate? Has, has there been any more support? No, un unfortunately, the Senate has stalled, and it's and it's frustrating because the House, again, it was bipartisan. I mean, it was a blowout vote. Democrats and Republicans voted for it. Uh, the basic deal was there are business tax provisions that a lot of the Republicans life, like, and there are child uh, tax credits that a lot of the Democrats like. So it kind of brought together this great coalition to get the bill passed. We're hopeful the Senate will pass it, but so far they've just been sitting on it for a month now, and we're, we're frustrated because at some point we're too far into an election year and it won't pass. So if people care about taxes and want to see your taxes uh, lowered, next time you're talking to your senator, ask them to get that bill moving. Do you, are, are you still hopeful for it? I am. Uh, I am, but, uh, but I think it won't happen unless we really get engaged and put some pressure on, on the senators. So speaking of things that won't happen unless we really get engaged, let's talk about the farm bill. <laughs> How um, We're starting to see a little bit more talk, I think, um, now finally in this year about getting busy on the farm bill, but are we seeing any movement? Uh, you know, we haven't seen a lot of movement. The, uh, the chair of the House Ag Committee, um, uh, G.T. Thompson, has said he wants to bring a bill up. He wants to get it through committees, so that's positive. But we're really seeing election year politics already start to make an issue. 
And the further we get into an election year, the harder it is to see this bill passing. So if it doesn't happen in the next month, I think the best bet is second quarter of 25. You know, uh, I think I've, I've been hearing from a lot of people that, boy, I just don't know if it's going to happen this year. But you're the first to actually say, you know, if it's not this month, we're looking at next year. And, you know, I think that that's probably very accurate because things are going to be lost as the election moves forward, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the good news is farm programs are intact. In opinion, we do a lot of work with farmers on farm programs and implementation, whether it's, a, uh, you know, um, well, all the programs, uh, crop insurance, too. Those, nothing's going to change with them for the next year. We've got an extension on the farm bill um, that goes through September. So for the time being, everything's okay. It's just if it goes longer than that, it starts to get more iffy. Right. All right. Anything else that our listeners should be aware of right now? Well, the final thing we're really looking at and concerned about are trade issues. You know, international trade's a big deal. Uh, 20% of farm revenue in the United States comes from exports. So if we're not exporting as a country, we're, we're losing. And our concern is it's been 10 years since the United States entered into a new free trade agreement that opened a new market. And during that 10 years, you know, China's entered into 16 free trade agreements and the EU's entered into, I think, 12. Everybody's out there cutting deals and the U.S. is standing on the sidelines. And this isn't a partisan issue. The Republicans haven't been doing it and the Democrats haven't been doing it. And I think the problem is a lot of the politicians view trade as well it's about it's about factories and it's about it's about it's about workers and, and unions we need to let them know it's also about farmers and farmers we need to be exporting our food i mean most most people in the world don't live in the united states you know 95 percent of the mouths are outside the u.s so if we're selling food our market's outside our boundaries so we got to push the administration this administration and whoever comes in the white house next we got to push them on trade do you feel like we're hearing enough talk about trade? You know, actually, let me rephrase this, and, and I'm going to really put you on the spot here. Uh, I wonder this every time that there's an election. I want to hear from the candidates talking about trade. Are we hearing from the candidates about trade this time around? We've heard some things about trade, but unfortunately, they have not been good things about trade. Um, you know, President Trump, um, one of his proposals is to put a 10% tariff on all inbound goods. It's a terrible idea. I mean, you may love Trump. You may think he walks on water. This is a really bad idea. Because if you put a 10% tariff on everything that's coming into the U.S., number one, everything becomes more expensive. So think about farm chemical inputs. All of that stuff gets more expensive. You think about uh, anything we import. But then think about what other countries will do. If we start taxing them, they're going to start taxing us. And we saw that with President Trump's trade war in 2018 and 2019, all the retaliation that happened that really took a lot of money out of our pockets. Now, we papered over it with the market facilitation program, those payments, which was good. It kept farmers whole. But long term, I think we're starting to feel that bite because we've lost market share. And, and you, you, know, you can write a check and you can subsidize for a while, but eventually it really catches up to you if you don't have the markets. Farmers need markets to sell to. So this, this tariff idea is just a terrible idea, and, and, and we gotta, we got to try to get them to back off of that. How, 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 how do we get them to back off of that? Do you think that is it, uh, again, should people be contacting lawmakers and asking them to please explain this, or how do we go about that? I think all of the above. I think, I think, number one, Congress needs to get more involved in trade. And, you know, a really good thing happened last month. Um, a bipartisan group in Congress launched what they're calling the Congressional Ag Trade Caucus. 
and that was two Republicans and two Democrats launching the caucus together, which tells you again, ag trade is a bipartisan issue. You know, I had a boss who used to say, you know, the, 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 the cow you're selling doesn't know if it's a Democrat cow or a Republican cow. It's just a cow. And you're trying, you, you got to sell it. It doesn't matter what party you are. And, and that's true for trade. So to see Congress beginning to engage in a bipartisan way on trade is really important. Thank you so much for your time. Continue the conversation online by following Sabrina Halverson on Facebook, X, and LinkedIn. And get more agricultural news at southeastagnet.com and agnetwest.com. This has been the Agnet Weekly from Agnet Media. Thank you for tuning in.